From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict episode 501. I was going to say one <laughs> as if it was like started again, but like it was an intention. It wasn't like a mistake. Like episode one. Uh, this is episode one of the second 500. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. My name is Mike Hurley. I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike. How's it going? You know what? This could have been the time like where we could have done something different. Like you could have introduced, you know, like mm. this, we do the switch over. Yeah, yeah. We're not that smart. No. Yeah. I, I think if this is the Levi's episode today, 501. I don't know what that means. That's my... Oh, the jeans. Yeah. The, uh-huh. do, you ha- do you have the 501 blues, Mike? Don't like 501s. I, mm. I, I'm a big fan of Levi's chinos. This is a new okay. thing that they do, and I wear them every day, and I really like them. Okay. I could be so, down with that. You know, I've got that, that going on. So, yeah, this is now a fashion podcast. Um, yep. Pivot. We are not the people uh, mm-hmm. you want to take fashion We're advice now from, which the probably pin makes it a- addict, right? Because it's mm. like pins in fashion. So, mm. you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Um, thank goodness we have episode 500 to fall back on because it was yeah. really good, unlike this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was um, emotionally drained last week. <laughs> We got to I was a point just drained, connected, and I was like, "We have to stop the show now because I just can't continue." Yeah, you had a bigger burden to carry post show than I did, right? Yep. So we did three hours. For those of y'all who happen to catch five hundred one before listening to five hundred, five hundred was three hours, and then Mike had uh, an extended connected to do. Connected always runs, you know, hour and a half like or two so. and a bit hours. Or yeah, so. so this one was longer. Um, that's. That Honestly, was before I even started the edit. Yeah, like that's no fun. That's like really, that's a really long, stressful day. Even though, like, you think you're like sitting behind a mic and mm-hmm. and then talking about fun things that you love. Like, it takes a lot out of you just over over time and doing that. Yeah, I felt for you, but uh, the, pe- people like the 500, Mike. I think we did uh, did pretty good job last week. I think we had fun. I think so. Uh, I wondered if it was going to be the case, but it wasn't. This was still not the longest episode of a Relay FM show. I wondered if that was going to be the case. Yeah. But um, there is a Reconcilable Differences episode. I think it's episode 24, which is 162 minutes. Wow. What did they talk about? Uh, well, that's got to be shorter. Oh, <laughs> uh, Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Well, sh- it, uh, oh no, it's not that one. Sorry, this it's episode yeah, twenty five. Episode twenty five is two hundred and one minutes. There you and go. it's that more about this, Star yeah. Wars and drugs. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I can I'll see put that. that one in the we show went, notes. So we did uh, like one hundred and eighty minutes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. I Our think Lego it's the longest. Yeah, I don't count the Lego. That's not the ones, public though. feed. That's not the public feed. Yeah, I don't. I don't count the Lego because we're not really talking for most right. of it. Right, right, right. I. Uh, um, I think it is the longest of anything I have published. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, that makes sense. Publicly, so. yeah. Then, then me too for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, oh no, I think some of our Lego ones have gone longer though. Like just as a thing, but yeah, but say, those are more like you say published feeds. Yeah, and those are more of an observational podcast, right? Yeah. Those are podcasts that yeah. are like w- witnessing a thing. This is this is more like the mm-hmm. the normal podcast. So, um, it, it was awesome. I, I appreciate everyone who downloaded, listened, participated, sent feedback. Mike, we got a lot of feedback. Um, people people um 
either loved or hated the rule breakers. Uh, some that were on the rule breaker list were very proud of the fact that yep. they broke the rules. As they should um, be, I think. I think <laughs> it's like a badge, you know, you can, you should be able to wear it, but you've just got to be able to accept what you did, you know? <laughs> some people were regretting that they actually didn't make the rule breaker list. They're like, well, darn, I should have put my ink in there, and uh, that way I could have been on the list. And some well, people were like, well, hey, I didn't mean to be on the rule breaker matter. list, and like that was okay, too. Yep. All <laughs> so of these we- things are fair, right? Or it's like... Sure, some of you, you want to be like, you want to be in the bad crow, right? Like, mm-hmm, you feel like, mm-hmm. oh, you want to be in the cool bad club, but you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. there are some of you who think it's unfair. Well, you know, just follow the rules next time. <laughs> it's perfectly fair. You know, you were asked a simple question. You couldn't give a simple answer. I can't be held responsible for that. <laughs> nice, nice. So um, we had a uh, great sponsor last week, our good friends at Pinchalay. They uh, did a giveaway for the episode. The giveaway is closed, and they've picked the winners. So uh, without me reading last names, hopefully Jonathan, Lisa, Devin, Natalie, and Colton all you know what I'm going to do, Brad? Because that's their regular names. I'm going to give the first letter of the surname. All right. Jonathan Y, Lisa S, Devin G, Natalie D, Colton B. They right. are the winners. Obviously, you will be contacted by Penchelet, but I just yeah. don't want everyone with the name Jonathan, which I expect is quite a few listeners, to think, did I win? You know? Yeah, so. I know. I know. That's that's the hang-up without uh, mm-hmm. giving up the OPSEC, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Saying it publicly. So hopefully they have had some uh, contact made, I'm sure. Uh, if not, um, don't email me. <laughs> we'll email you because you may not be the, the Jonathan Y that actually won. So What I think is kind of fun is I on. do not recognize any of these names immediately. I do. I do. Uh, you do. You know everyone. You're a man of the people. I'm by every <laughs> tower. Yeah. Speaking of man of the people, one of uh, my longtime Twitch followers, Bork Ben Bork, uh, aka Jacob, um, did a really epic breakdown of episode 500. Okay. Um, and basically did an accounting of the brands and the products of the episode. There is a full spreadsheet of this, Mike. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the spreadsheet. Um, you don't really need to look at the spreadsheet other than to see the times that uh, people made the list <laughs> from the multiple things that they mentioned. Or uh, there were a few category- categories on the list. And we, uh, I have cleared it with Jacob. We were allowed to share the list. But let me give you the breakdown of some of the data that Jacob found in this list. So, all right, you ready? So yep. he says, while listening to episode 500, I did some compiling and have a tally of the favorite stationary items submitted. Not the cleanest, but the survey sent out a few weeks ago, meaning the the uh, Slack survey, the Pinnacle Slack, Slack survey, inspired me to take a data analyst projects I find interesting into my own hands. So here's a brand count from the brands that were mentioned. So the top 10 brands, Mike, mm-hmm. um, Pilot, 37 mentioned 37 times so these are the mentions sailor a distant second at 14 so pilot pilot 37 at the top the next one sailor and lami both had 14 parker which we'll have a comment on that in a minute 13 twisby 12 hobonichi 8 montblanc 7 pelican 6 visconti and schaefer both with five Hmm. um big i when we did the recap of the Slack survey, the pilot thing started to make a lot of sense to me, right? And we discussed that. And it bears out in this um, kind, of, kind of data point as well. You know, this is you know, just more of a random sampling, but 
the data bore out. Do you have any any thoughts on the continuation of seeing that uh, with Pilot? Well, not anymore. Yeah, because right? it kind of kind of bore out before. Yes. It's like we had lots of the funny thing is, and the reason why this is not a surprise anymore is because we get a lot of Pilot Metropolitan love. And then at the same time, we get pilot Namiki Milky Way Galaxy yep. love. You know, a lot of zeros were added onto the pilot Metropolitan. And this yep. whole range that pilot has captured this this brand loyalty because they are they have this uncanny ability to what just really execute. What I will execute. say, though, is in doing the episode, I did not recognize that pilot was being mentioned to a level of two to one over the next Same. most popular brand, basically. Agree. Agree. Like I recall Lamy, Twisby, and Hobonichi were my big takeaways from yep. doing it live. Yeah. And uh not rep I, I definitely caught the pilots. You know what there was a lot of, and we'll go through this in, in a minute, is um the the decimos and, and vanishing points. So right. that in retrospect there were a lot of mentions of that. So Jacob continues, one notable difference from the favorite fountain pen brands slides from the Slack survey is the brand Parker. Parker is not on that list and is neck to neck with Sailor, Lamy, and Twisby in this list. Right. And he, he does mention it's difficult to compare since the surveys were so different, but this is people theoretically mentioning one product. And mm-hmm. Parker came up a lot. And I was kind of replaying this back in my head. What Parker got mentioned a lot besides, I think the Jotter was a couple times. And maybe like a random dual fold or random vector. I, was it mostly the Jotter? I would even have to go back. I can look on the spreadsheet that uh, Jacob sent. But I'm a little bit flummoxed. I guess maybe the Parker 51 mentioned Parker Vac. I guess there was a lot of nostalgia Parker. Mentions, I think it which was is good is, in the vintage stuff. I yeah. feel like we got the most. Yeah, and that's where the data from this list would separate from the previous list. Yeah, right. We had we have more of a a memorable type of question, right? Like, what is important, or you know meaningful to you in the product and and Parker landed in that category a lot, which I think is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. 96 total brands were mentioned, Mike, eight Lamy Safaris, six Twisby Ecos, eight Pilot Vanishing Pointer Decimos. So those were like the individual specific pen, like the Lamy Safari eight, you know, Twisby Eco six, you know, as opposed to like a lot of Twisbys and a lot of Lamys were mentioned, but those were the individual pens that were mentioned the most. The top five categories, as Jacob designated them, fountain pens were mentioned 150 times, paper 41 times, ink 13 times, mechanical pencil 10 times, rollerball 10 times. The paper number shocks me. I guess that was probably a lot of cheaters too. They are most definitely the people <laughs> on the bad list. <laughs> ink and paper. I'd, I think the only time we ever got like Paper is my favorite thing is when we had mm-hmm. the, a couple of people who were like making the general statement about paper mm-hmm. in general. Well, and the Hobonichis, like the Hobonichis. I that's guess, just yes. Hobonichis direct too. paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, for some reason, I didn't register that as paper in my brain. I was thinking of that yeah. as journal, but obviously that's paper. Yes. Um, but, so, but I would say a vast majority of paper and ink was mm-hmm. tied with a pen 
or of some kind. Yes. The people on the bad list, as you as you very rightly pointed out, not that I would say that. The rule breakers. The rule, the rule breakers. breakers. Yeah, that's a better name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, interesting. I I think the the fountain pen. I think even. I I see why the fountain pen is is a big category here, but to have the separation from say like rollerball, like gel pen didn't even make the list or ballpoint, mechanical pencil ten, rollerball ten, fountain pen one fifty. Um, pretty interesting to me. Like I'm still trying to wrap my head around that and if there's anything to to say about that i guess you know a lot of times your um it, the price point investment has a different level of meaningfulness sometimes even though you know you don't really draw you know in our day-to-day life we don't really necessarily draw those conclusions you know we talk about you know you can get as just as much joy from a three dollar pen as a three hundred dollar pen but if you're saying hey what's my most meaningful memorable pen well, I think the the fountain pen ends up being an an outlier to that specific answer to that question. So I I don't know. I think it's interesting, but uh, yeah, this was cool. This is great stuff from Jacob. Um, we'll have this spreadsheet shared in here if anyone wants to poke around it. Uh, it, it lists all these specifics. Like it has you open it up, and in like the first one, it's got the J Herbon ink, and like like the specific products are all listed in this list. This is an is, incredible mm-hmm. amount of work. Yeah, I don't know. I'll ask him how long it took him. Um, next time I see him on stream, because there had to be an, a lot of pausing, unless you're like really fast at uh, comprehending and typing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it would be uh be interesting yeah was the the chat wants to know is there an ink winner i don't know there was only like 13 individual inks in a category so i'd be surprised um, if there was one more than one mentioned i think it was just a few random things there was some there were several of roshizuku's mentioned so i think out of the 13 inks i bet half of that's a roshizuku of some color yep which does not surprise me at all mm -mm, mm -mm. well actually maybe my surprise would be that robert oster wouldn't be in that uh, yeah, because it's similar to the way I think about Hiroshizuku is performs mm-hmm. well and is a color for everyone. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know, so. I appreciate the work that uh, Bork Ben Bork did for that. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really good. So um, we're not done with episode 500 st- stuff yet, Mike. We no. have promised. We it's... have promised to answer the question mm-hmm. ourselves, uh, but not before we hear from our good friends at Squarespace. Our thanks to Squarespace for their continued support of this show. They are the all-in-one platform to build your online presence and run your business. Everything from websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace has you covered by combining cutting-edge design and world-class engineering to make it so incredibly easy to establish your home online and make your ideas a reality. You start with one of their professionally designed templates. You very easily use drag-and-drop tools. You can just with a few clicks, customize the look and feel. Really make that website your own. You can adjust the products that you have on sale if you want to set up a site incredibly easy to, easily too. Squarespace really has everything that you're going to want and need to create a beautiful modern website. Like the fact that all of their sites are optimized for mobile so they look great on every screen size automatically. You don't need to do anything. They take care of it for you. And there's so much of it that's like that. Like your hosting is unlimited. Top of the line security, all that kind of stuff. 
stuff. They do it so you don't have to. There's nothing to patch or upgrade. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support. You can use SEO tools, email marketing tools, and even grab a domain name of your own to turn your uh, like idea, that thing that you've got going on in your brain, into a Squarespace website. So awesome, so easy to do. Whether you want to publish your blog posts, uh, sell off your, it's like sell your digital physical goods really easily. Whether you want to showcase your work, whether you want to promote your business, it doesn't matter what you want to do. Squarespace has all of the tools that you need to make it a reality and to make it awesome, world class. So go to squarespace.com/penaddict and you can sign up today for a free trial with no credit card required. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code penaddict and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com/penaddict and the code penaddict when you decide to sign up and you will get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for the continued support of The Pen Addict and Relay FM. All right, Mike. So the question we asked mm-hmm. our listeners mm-hmm. was, tell us about your favorite stationary item and what makes it so special. So that was the question posed. And we were asked, hey, what about you and Mike? Do you have an answer to that question? And it's funny. I didn't even consider <laughs> I didn't even consider doing that for the last episode. That's just how I think sometimes. You know, it's like, oh, wait, I should answer this too? Yeah, I guess that would be pretty smart if I did. So before... You and I uh, answer this question, Mike. Mm-hmm. Did you have any difficulty when you thought about this? I mean, I know if people listened last week, I cut you off like yep. when you were about to say it. Like you thought of it immediately. Did you have any, since you had time to think of it, did you have any um, any difficulties Mm-mm. sticking with your answer? No. Yeah, I kind of feel that too. Is like So when I thought about the question, like I didn't instantly as get it as Mike did, but it was pretty quick. Like it was once I you know, like considered it for about 30 seconds and landed on the product that I'm going to discuss. I was like, yeah, that like that's it. And for me, the answer is the Pilot Murex. It's hard to explain why, but there's a pin that gets me so well and that's the Pirate Pilot Murex. It's the way it's designed it's, you know, a 50-year-old pen that looks like it could be designed today, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. Again, we fight that fight all the time with, with pilots. Please bring back the Murex. It kind of represents, like, growing up, you know, like in the 70s and 80s and kind of falling in love with stationery at the time, you know, I would never see a product like this, but I was around at that time, you know, buying, like, engineering pencils and, like, really unique stationery, and... And this was kind of the one pen that brought me back to those early stationary memories while also being an extremely modern pen that offered the aesthetic and writing style and performance that, you know, matches how I like to write and what I want represented in a product. And, you know, it's kind of encompasses everything that I love about the products that I love today as well as being kind of a throwback even though you know I'm new to the Murex you know Mm. 10 years or so it's it feels like that pen that I would have bought growing up and it just kind of got this special like connotations to me 
Um, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that it was introduced to me by our friend Thomas Hall, who sent this to me. He's like, "Hey, you. I think you're gonna really like this." And turns out, yeah, he was he was right. He he seems to be right a lot about a lot of things. <laughs> the <laughs> and, Murex um, is the full sized one, isn't it? It's like, the full size yeah. one. Yeah, I'm not an M like the the Mu or the M90, which is the one that you have. Like, I like it. It, it doesn't hold a candle to the Murex for me. Like, they're they're not in the same category of love for the pen. Uh, as the Murex, I don't, I wish I could explain more why the Murex just, it, it's kind of that perfect pen for me, but, um, I would put that down as my favorite stationary item and it's, uh, just a super special pen. And you can't bait me into telling you what ink I would use. Cause then I'd make your list. I, I, I feel I like there's never, some entrapment coming on. I would never, I would never. Yeah. Entrapment. The Murex is a really good one. I mean, I love the M90, right? And I and sure. I said many times, like I think the M90 might be the best pen that I own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for and I expect it's for a lot of the same reasons. Really, it's like how it looks and how it feels to write. And I expect mm-hmm. the Murex and the M90 are pretty similar in that regard. It's just one is full size and one is um, yeah. They're they're usually spoken of in the same sentence, yeah. right? And where I am not actually a pocket pen person. The M90 is just at the right size that I can use it uncapped. And it posted, it actually feels pretty good. Mm-hmm. But the thing for me that tips the M90 over the Murex is I think the M90 is more visually appealing. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Because yes. the Murex has that step down and the grip part, mm-hmm. which I wished it didn't have that. Because my favorite thing about the M90 is it's just like one piece. like one. Yeah, see, I love the grip. Yeah. I'm sure to use. But I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yep, Mine was super easy. <laughs> super, super easy. It's the uh, Arushi, custom Arushi Lamy Safari uh, that Jonathan Brooks made. That's a good choice. For us. So this was something that we did ages ago. Both me, you, and Anna gave him a Lamy Safari and was like, just see what you can do with this. And then, I don't know, maybe like a year later. I think it was um, close to two. It was okay. like a year and a half at least. Jonathan just showed up with these with the extra one, which we did as the the raffle prize, I think. Yep. In the for Saint Jude, twenty twenty one. Um, so there's a few things to this. Like, one, it's just an absolute joy to use anyway. I love Lamy Safaris. I love Lamy Nibs. I love every. I love the design of the Lamy Safari. I love everything about them. The Arushi work is incredible, and it's all exactly as I would want color wise. And it's also special to me. Like it's mm-hmm. that I don't think I have another pen that hits all three of these marks so well. Like mm-hmm. close for me was my thirty seven seventy six uh, Galaxy yep. Starlight, mm-hmm. because also it has an interesting story. Um, did I tell you I've chipped the cap on that? No. <laughs> oh man, I'm so hold upset. that thought. We're we're gonna bring up a platinum later. We'll we'll talk okay. about it. <laughs> I want to um, hear that story. There isn't a story. I just took it yeah. out of my case one day and realized that the cap, the, uh, the the cap had a chip in it. So oh, it's whatever. I, like, it's at this jinxed. point, I'm just like whatever. I can't. I don't really. It was like oh man, but now I'm like fine. You know, like oh, whatever. <laughs> like this pen's been through so much at this point. Um, but the the yeah the Arushi Lamy Safari like for me, uh, it's an absolute pleasure. I, I put I mm-hmm. put a link in the show notes to a great photo that you took and. I absolutely mm. love this pen. And I've got the left-handed nib in it too, which I like a lot. Um, yeah. It's really, it's just perfect. 
Yeah, the other thing, like, not to, to answer your question for you, but about making it special, but is because it shouldn't exist, right? This is not something that should no. happen. No, it's right? stupid. So it's so, it's so it's, like, extra. It's dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like one of the dumbest ideas we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> and but it also, worked. great. <laughs> but also <You> know? <laughs> amazing, right? <laughs> That's what we're good at. That's what we're known for. So, yeah. Um, I, I like that choice a lot and I, I love mine as well. It's just it's just cool, you know. I, I love the Safari. Um, which we're gonna talk about um how about now? You have anything okay. else to, to, to say about uh our, our favorites? I, I think we did I think we did good. I like our no, choices. No, I, I really like the two that we picked between the two of yep. us because also there's a big overlap where like we both have love for these pens, you know? Like yeah. so that's yeah. that's really good. Yeah, we both get what each other's saying about the, mm-hmm. these other pens. Yeah, totally, totally. All right, Mike. Um, a couple of weeks ago, the new Lamy Safari All-Star was launched. It's called All-Star White Silver. And we it came out like the morning of like episode 499, and I didn't get it in the show notes to talk about, which I'm glad because since then, the new Safaris, the 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 2020 safari release limited editions to go along they usually launch them around the same time as the white as the all-star which was the white silver um is uh, lamy safari strawberries and cream so how should we take this let's go i guess we'll go in launch order so the all-star white silver came out and Snooze it was fest. a big, it was a big, wah, wah, <laughs> well, right? I was that's how it always is with the AL star because AL star it sucks. exists. It's the AL star, all star. I always get in trouble either. Uh, and the safari is the best, you know. I mean, so. so I, I was, I was excited when white silver came out. Because it was so lame, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like the the white silver came out and I was like did like a fist pump like yes this is we're gonna like just totally destroy Team All Star this year, and then the strawberries and cream came out, Mike, and I'm not gonna lie, I am unimpressed. Um, so yeah, I mean, what that's is your take? Either, to be <laughs> Better, I think, than the silver. I like the red one. The cream one, don't get it. Don't, I don't, yeah. Mate, you know what I feel like with the cream one? I bet mm. in person, I could imagine liking it. Yeah. Like a nice like off-white. But it's, yeah. it's not incredibly inspired. What I would have wanted is what they've actually called it. Which is strawberries and cream. Mm-hmm. I wanted one pen, mm-hmm. strawberries and cream, not mm-hmm. two pens. One strawberries, one's cream. Thank you, Mike. That's exactly right. You know, I all I do is stare. You launch strawberries and cream. I see this vibrant red pen, right? It's not. It's not like fire engine red. It's not Ferrari red, right? It's it's a really strong strawberry red. Like it's very very bright and very you know strawberry. The cream portion of this launch should be in the clip on the finial at the section band anything to make this a singular universal strawberries and cream pen instead of two very average individual safaris what i think lami are playing 4d chess with us here <laughs> Why? I think they know a bunch of people are going to buy both of them and make their own Frankenstein pen. I agree. I agree. I mean, then, then I'm just going to yell at them. So. No, they're playing 4D chess, man. Now I'm going to spend $60 for a $30 pen. 
Oh, I know. Oh, I'll, I'll get both of them. I mean, not for me, like, but I'll I'll get both of them to like do giveaways and stuff like that, no, and maybe you, mix and match like, their you, parts. And... You, yeah, you Frankenstein it. You know, you take the part. You like go with like red body, maybe uh, like maybe red body with red grip section, cream little. I don't mm-hmm. know belly band or whatever they call it in the middle, and then a yeah, cream yeah. cap. And if you can get the, uh, if you can very carefully, it is possible extract the clip or swatch swap the clip over. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be great. I mean this is what they did with the the, the candy ones from a few years ago, where uh-huh. they had like the the teal, the purple, and the yellow. Right, like all you could do, people can mix and match those fast enough. It's like I get it, I get it, but. But they should have just made one pen that has yeah. exactly what I've just described, or what some variation yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, like Safari, like I get the All Star, like mm-hmm. I I understand why they do what they do and why they did what did this pen, but I mean this is a standard library pen, like this is not really a special edition, mm-hmm. you know All Star in in my book, so they could have done better, but the Safari is supposed to be the fun pen, and to not, I mean, what if the Strawberry one had a green clip, like like what if we could just do that you know and make it like a real strawberry colorway you know i just it, sure it frustrates know me a little bit white silver is. <laughs> <laughs> it looks just it's, silver to me i, yeah. I don't understand well because they're i yeah because they've done silver in the past right they've had a silver all-star <laughs> was, I think it was it silver two <laughs> yeah that would have been a better name silver two the oh. old silver all star had a black clip was the only difference. So this right. one has the the raw um the raw clip. I don't know. I just felt like I mean, they don't they don't hit on these every year, right? Like last year was like such a win for the Safari and they've had some really stellar releases in the past and then some of them just fall flat. It can't be like can't be like knocked out of the park every year. I get that. But I just can't help but feel like there's not much differentiation between Team All-Star and Team Safari this year, even though I'm voting Team Safari just because, um, you know, because of the the strawberries and cream, I do prefer those over the white silver. I keep wanting to call it the silverfish, which is oh. it's not good, but that's, that's the name that so sticks good. in my head. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't know. Not not a huge, huge W uh, this year. Also, do we have inks to match any of this? Are we getting a strawberry ink? I haven't seen that. Um, I doubt we're getting white, silver, or cream inks. Uh, I don't think that's going to work. Um, or do we get a, you know, a bright green ink for the strawberry pen? I don't know. They could, Just one more little thing. I, mm. I would have been much happier. Just like like something tiny. I don't even care what it is, you know, a different color clip on the safaris or an, an alternate color ink to tie in the two pins, right? So I don't know. I don't know. So it's, uh, they were interesting. We'll, we'll say that. Next up, Mike, mm-hmm. is a pen I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. So okay. the Platinum Limited Edition 3776 Shape of a Heart fountain pen came out, Mike. And from just an image, right? If you see the image before you read any of the details, you go, oh, this is like a black with a rose gold trim. Black pen, rose gold trim, 3776. And it has what Mont Blanc is popular, uh, known for the Star Walker cap, where it's a clear yeah. uh, top finial with yeah. some something in it, right? Yeah. Something, We've spoken either about a this logo. Before. 
I feel very confident about the fact that we have had we have spoken about this pen before. But the Starwalker or the shape of a heart? The shape of a heart. Oh no, definitely not because it's brand new. Because Mike, what they've done here is actually kind of cool. Yeah, because so, I remember this. I remember us talking about this exact. I don't know. Carry, with the, carry with on. The punch out. Yes. With the punch. The nip yeah. punch out. I'm really convinced that we've spoken about this. Okay, but maybe we did. Maybe we did. I don't recall this because I was looking closer at the cap and the punch outs. Uh-huh. Um, so for people that don't know what I'm talking about, um, Platinum has their nib uh, hole breather. Um, is like that a heart word. shape. There's a lot yeah. of stuff I don't like today, Brad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> breather hole. Oh, <laughs> the, geez. Yeah, Will you hole. stop it, please? That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Platinum has always had a heart-shaped breather hole in their nibs. Oh, that's the literal Jesus. that's the literal marketing, okay? Uh-huh. That's what it's called. I called it a hole breather. That's a Stranger Things thing. Um, but the breather hole is heart-shaped. Well, they punched them, and they put two of them in the cap around these um, kind of glittery diamond-looking things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I think chat's with you that we maybe mentioned this like it was leaked like a month ago. I don't, I don't, for some reason, it's, it's not sticking with me, maybe because mm-hmm. it kind of fell flat for me. Maybe just the the colorway of it and the the price point. So this is a three hundred ninety dollar two thousand unit limited edition. Like it's cool, like it's good. I love. I it. like. I like the idea. Of I love it, it. Right. Yeah. I really do. I, yeah. This looks. This seems like this is definitely more of a U pen than me. And like I I totally get it. I love mm-hmm. the 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 heart shaped punch outs from from the metal and there were some images i i don't have it in this link but there were some images of like the flat pen the flat nibs you know before the nibs are are finally shaped they're you know a piece of flat metal and when they get stamped out and all the little hearts collected it's it's a really neat idea um i like it so i think this will do this will do pretty well especially for platinum fans so Uh yeah um how did you break your cap (laughs) again (laughs) just i don't know i just i took it out of my sinclair so i'm gonna blame you Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. And uh, no, it's just, I don't know how I did it. I mean, who knows, right? I, I bumped so it. So is it or chipped or cracked? Chipped. There's like a little, There's actually a piece missing from the from the bottom of the cap. The very edge, like the very yeah. edge of the cap. Yeah. Mm. It mm. is what it is, you know. Like gen- I, I kind of feel like these. My you feeling use it a about lot. yeah, I use it. Yeah, I mean, it's with me every day. It's coming backwards and yeah. forwards in my backpack all the time. Like well. for me, with this kind of stuff, I try not. Try not to be too precious. You know, like I note these things and it's like, well, that's Agreed. a shame. But I'm not going to be like, oh, well, now I have to completely rethink the way. It, like it's just like it just doesn't. Right. You know, I, I, don't, I don't like to, to be so precious. So I agree completely. Like the nib thing is different, right? That was like mm-hmm. a flaw. This is, hey, I use this product a lot. And, um, you know, this sometimes these things happen because we should be using our products. Yeah. Speaking of using our products, we're both big fans of the Sailor King of Pen. And our good friend CY from the Tokyo Inklings podcast sent us an image uh, via Twitter, which we'll include in the show notes to CY's uh, tweet. And you should go follow Tokyo Station Pens on, on, on Twitter. The new Sailor logo. So we talked about the new lo- Sailor logo and the word mark last year, uh-huh. right? They were modernizing the anchor and they were modernizing the Sailor word mark. And that has made, the anchor has made it onto the nib of new King of Pins. And what is your opinion of this? I like it. I mean, I said it at the time, 
I believe this is how I feel and mm-hmm. as my opinion changed. I like the new Sailor logo. I think it has more personality to it. I think it's mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Um, and I think that this is a very, I think it looks great. The nib itself, I think, looks fantastic. Uh, it's in the image. I mean, I'm looking at my King of Pen now and it's like, it's really busy, mm-hmm. you know? So the uh, traditional ones are very scroll heavy, script heavy, letter heavy, you know, markings. And this one, the new one, is kind of a mix of old and new, which mm-hmm. I think is probably the hang-up for a lot of people, right? So the anchor is the new, very modern, you know, pointed anchor right in the middle of the nib. But the scroll work on the nib, you know, that runs, you know, around the nib is kind of the traditional scroll work. So it's a, I could see why it would be a little bit off-putting and even uh, see why did it ran a poll on um, his Instagram story. So it was uh, 56% for dislike and 44% for like. Um, so, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, even results, but I would say that's a pretty negative result for something that should be like, Sailor would hope would be 80% eh, positive. I mean, people are always uh, resistant to change. Yeah, I but like I'm... S- I like it. So I, I like just to, to go on record, I like it. I would totally get a Sailor King a pin. I Way cleaner. Kind of can't stop staring at it either because I'm looking at these two kind of different design stories in a singular nib. Okay. Right? I would almost rather the scroll work be replaced by a line or something else, even more simpler nib right right but you're paying buku bucks for this nib to begin with right mm-hmm. it's probably a three four hundred dollar nib you just don't want like a single line stamping and an anchor stamp you know the scroll work is kind of required but i almost would have liked to see some more a more modern tie-in with the scroll work i don't know i i like it but i i'm i will admit i'm not having a like a hundred percent satisfaction with it despite okay. liking it um, I do think I would maybe like it in the single color, either all. So this is a two tone nib. When y'all see it in the, um, when you see it in the link, I do think it might look better with a solid nib to, to where the scroll work is more in line with the anchor, either solid gold or solid, you know, rhodium plated or whatever. I think that aesthetic I might like a little bit better. I don't know. I'm a little bit thrown while also glad that they did it. Right. Yeah, so it's good. I I will be anxious to see if these make the limited edition ones. This looks like the standard. So Sailor does a stock King of Pen, if you can call it that, you know, just your black and gold uh, King of Pens that they do, um, you know, keep as the regular model of the Mm -hmm. King of Pen. And that's what it looks like this is in. It's just a section shot, but it, it does look like the regular black and gold barrel. So it's very cool. On the complete opposite end of the spectrum mike i got the email from kaveco for their new springtime launch they have two really 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 interesting pens here the first up i think is going to be the most popular one and it's the kaveco collection which is your sport model your standard plastic model um iridescent pearl in the kaveco sport what they call i their naming convention, they really mucked this up. I, I'm sorry. So you have to understand that Kaveco Collection is the annual limited release of the Kaveco Sport. 
but it's not called Sport. It's just called Kaveco Collection. They kind of went off board here, right? Yeah, they've, with, they've messed up with the this material. They've nailed the colors. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just hard to talk about the pen. I have to say Kaveco Collection, but this is the AL Sport pen, right? Wait, I mean, excuse this, me, this the, the Kaveco Sport. No, 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 oh. I misspoke. Okay. See, it's <laughs> causing saying, me a problem. How the hell did they do that? <laughs> it's, it's called the Collection, but uh-huh. this is the Sport pen or the Classic pen, whichever one you want to choose. They're both like both the same name. So this is the Plastic Barrel Pocket Pen. That's a really wild iridescent material and that's what they should do right yeah, this is what yeah, the special yeah. edition should be right um Kaveco has always done solid color special editions they're known for solid color special editions unless you get into the art sport where they use different materials and you know they're close to 200 dollars pens these are your basic plastic barrel sport model pens and it's in a fun wild color it's not going to be for everyone i think it's killer um, I will want this pen, and it's this is the experimentation I like to see. Now, could I translate this into Lamy? Could you see Lamy doing this, Mike? This is my overarching question after we just had the converse, Safari conversation. I'll answer for you. No way in hell. Uh, no, Absolutely I not. Know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no way. No way would Lamy do this, but I'm asking them to do a little bit more. Kaveco, Kaveco, I'm glad they're doing this. This is a little bit of an outlier for them, but they've kind of been leaning, they kind of go on this path with like the the torch stuff. If you would have shown me this material a week ago and said, could you imagine Kaveco doing this? I think I'd say no. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But it's awesome. I'm glad to see it, Just because they have been missing constantly for the last year right <laughs> they have been they have been what is, what is this what's a baseball, baseball term for this surely they've been striking swinging out a miss, swinging a miss striking out yeah like over and over and over again yeah yeah I, I, I wouldn't go that far they I just they over and over constantly <laughs> yeah for about two years probably They're, they've been questionable for about two years I will mm-hmm. I will give you that and having to you know it's always i always go back to the storytelling and and they muck that up like pretty hardcore um and they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to correct that i'm not sure if they are or aren't but um regardless this Kaveco collection release i mean that this is a sellout like mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind i mean it's not limited or anything like this and you'll be able to buy it if you want it but uh, it's great like and this is a crossover pen too right this is this is now someone's first Kaveco sport model oh uh, i see what you mean yeah yeah right this is now they have a new customer base and they've also thrilled their existing customers right where what is what has lamy done with strawberries and cream they don't they don't stand out from the rest of the wall in the lamy store they fit in and if you hadn't drawn in the customer already mm-hmm. from what's the from the vibrant store wall, right? They they look great. It's the same pen. This one is is a little bit more, hey, look at me. And I, I think Kaveco has earned that right to kind of kind of do this and, mm-hmm. and see what happens. And I, I think it'll go well for them. Um I may like the Lily put even better. It's been a while since they've 
kind of done a new lily put. They get, they do about one a year. They don't do as many as some of the other pens. And honestly, I know why. Like it's not it's it's not as good of a pen as the 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 AL and the classics and the collections and the the bigger sports series. But this one's called Kaveco Collection Fountain Pen Lily Put Green, and it's this very bright, um, anodized aluminum green kind of a yellowish green and it's spectacular right but the 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 lily put is such a difficult sell it is a really really small pen and i happen to like it you have to use it posted but um i think this color like they the last one they did i think was purple and it did really well they have a blue one that that they've done uh they did a it might have been a cult pens exclusive blue one that I bought, but this pen just doesn't get as much use from me because of the size as like I'm using um, a steel sport today, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the classic faceted barrel fuller sized pen. The lily puts a little bit of a tougher sell, but I think this color is, is spot on. What do you think about it? It's a beautiful green, man. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. And I would never recommend this pen to you in a million years. It's too small for right. me. I know that. It but is the, so the, small. The, the material finish, at least from these images, is really, mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah. So this, I, this is one I like. I might break down and just buy one. I haven't bought a Lily Put in years, probably, um, just because they just haven't been that compelling, and they don't do that many of them because it's not a bestseller like some of these, some of their other models in this, mm-hmm. in this price range. Um, it's just, it's a really tough sell for most people to use this pen and, and for understandable reasons, like I totally get it, but yeah. I think this color is great and it's, it's going to pop and it's going to draw people's eyes to it and, and things like that. So I included, um, Koveco's, uh, mailer for this. Those were the two most interesting items. They are, they are doing the calligraphy set that they're pretty popular for, uh, known for, where they have different nibs that you use and they added in the mint barrel for the Kaveco sports, which they've always done just kind of traditional colors, black and white, mm-hmm. things like that for their barrels. They have a mint uh, barrel set and things like that in there. So y'all can, y'all can pop in and, and see any of the new products that they have uh, linked in this newsletter. But I thought the, the iridescent pearl Kaveco collection and then the green lily put were just, uh, just great. I think, um, I think I kind of would have gone with a different name than green, though. Is it just called a, green? It's just called green. Lily put green. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like, know. I we just iridescent. Yeah, because this color is this color's vibe. It's got some vibrancy to it. Yeah, and some I don't know. It's got some pop, and it's just called green. So I don't know. It's it's great looking though. I I love it. So mm-hmm. big fan, big fan of what Kaveco's doing despite the naming conventions <laughs> and confusion going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike, you want to hit a couple last TPA and we'll wrap it up. We'll keep it shorter this week, even though it's pretty much our regular time, but compared to last week, man, this will be a short episode. Have we even started the show yet? I don't think so. All right, let's do some last TPA. Uh, this comes in from Fibber, who wants to know, uh, any thoughts on the Muji branded Platinum Preppy? Yes. So this so I've been is holding a preppy this one. with mm-hmm. all the branding removed in yeah. true Muji style. <laughs> true Muji style. Uh, I don't know why my link's not coming up, but I looked at it before. It is like the Perpinep, um Platinum Preppy with the all-white barrel, except you just remove all of the Perpinepness of it. I think the clip is different, though. Uh-huh. So they've changed the clip style, but... 
I mean, even the nib has the P on it for platinum, <laughs> which you usually don't see in a Muji product. And it's like, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's see what you do there. But the. I mean, that could have just been a thing of like, we can't and we're not, like, we'll do everything you want. We're not mm-hmm. going to make a new nib for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it, this, I'm glad Muji did this. Because they get such love for their aluminum barrel knurled grip fountain pen that I actually don't think is very good. And they get a lot of love for that pen. And I think it's about, that one's about $15. How much is this one? I don't even know. I'd have to do the conversion, but it's not very expensive. Um, Relatively, and this is such a better pen than the metal barrel one. Mm -hmm. Even though the, the metal barrel sell, right? Like aesthetically, they're aesthetically pleasing. This is such a high quality pen, and this was a great decision for Muji to uh, to white label this pen. I, I am I'm I do think the the clip is kind of funny though. It's it's like literally the entirety of the preppy barrel. The barrel shape's the same. The grip section's the same. The nib's the same. The cap shape is the same, except for the top of the cap, which has on the preppy it has like this overlapping kind of clip that flows into the top of the barrel and this is almost just like your standard basic clip and it, it definitely I mean it it stands on its own it's just not as cool looking as the preppy but for Muji man this is pretty great I love it and then also Don asks do you know why Pilot doesn't sell the Orochizuku inks and cartridges I don't other than I think probably everyone would assume the same thing is that it's expensive right? Like it, it's an expensive ask. And like Sailor had made their own machines, I think, because they're also a robotics company. And yeah. I, and they made their cartridges with all of their like Sailor Gentle Inks and Sailor Ink Studios. And they made a bunch of ink cartridges. I still haven't seen those like readily available. I still don't own any. I haven't chased them down. Um, So it's just a more expensive proposition for both sides of the coin, for manufacturing and for consumers. And maybe they don't feel the markets there, but everything that we see in all of our surveys says Pilot is the most popular fountain pen company. They do some, you can find some basic non-black blue and blue-black ink colors, but they're still not the Orochizuku inks, right? You can get purple. I know Mike uses purple. Mm-hmm. I've used orange and turquoise, but... Man, if I could get uh, Shinkai or Konpeki or Yamabuto and cartridges, I would love it. I would pay the premium for it. But I maybe they just uh, maybe they'll they'll watch what Sailor does and and follow along. But um, it definitely won't be cost effective for anybody. But I would pay the premium. Like I I talk about that with ink these days, right? Buying a twenty milliliter bottle at a more premium per milliliter price still keeps it like at 18 or $20 and theoretically I'll waste less, you know, by not using it. Right. Or, you know, having a 50 milliliter bottle that I pay $25 for, but don't use the whole thing. Like where's the real inefficiency. So, um, I would love to see this Don. I'm not going to hold my breath, but I didn't think sailor would ever do it either. And they did. I don't know if they're going to continue to do it, um, and I don't know how accessible they are to everybody, but I shoot like Pilot just came out with some new ink colors for Uro Shizuku. Um, I would love to see them do some cartridges and just kind of lean into that for, you know, other pens, people that are buying a Metropolitan 
can also buy a pack of Orochizuku cartridges to go along with it, make their their first fountain pen a little bit more special. I would love to see it. I just I'm not gonna hold my breath, but uh one can one can hope. If you'd like to send in a question for us to answer on the show, you can send out a tweet with the hashtag AskTPA. You can use question mark AskTPA in the RelayFM members' Discord, or you can email longer questions to hello at penaddict.com. When you go to penaddict.com, you can see the work of Brad and the other penaddicts there writing wonderful articles about new and exciting products. You can also go to spokedesign.com to buy some wonderful tools that Brad makes himself. Go to uh, Twitch. Dot tv slash pen addict where brad yeah. streams three times a week so you can hang out with him there watch him unbox stuff hang out all that fun stuff go to pen addict on instagram dowdy is on twitter i am i mike i am yke and i urge you to go to cortexmerch.com and buy yourself a theme system journal and check out the stuff that we've got going on over there uh thank you so much to squarespace for the support of this episode and thank you all for listening we'll be back next week until then say goodbye brad goodbye brad <laughs>